The following podcast contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretion advised. And although we joke, if you or someone you know is affected by or a victim of domestic violence, dial 1-800-799-7233 or visit the National Domestic Violence Hotline's website, thehotline.org. But it's always the husband, it's always the husband, it's always the husband, I don't keep it. Hi, everybody. This is Sarah. This is Megan. You are listening to It's Always the Husband podcast. Hello. We are so glad you're here and you're listening and you are with us. We've met so many wonderful people through this jackass podcast <laughs> that it just makes our day when we get to record it. Welcome. Welcome. Anyway, hey. we had an exciting event. I, I feel like we live together. Yeah. Because we just We've seen been each other together the past three days. Literally well, the past nine hundred days. Well of course. Like yeah, we worked together yeah. all week and then our two other jobs were actually together. Sort hung of. out on Friday night, Saturday, all day, and now today. Yeah. And I'm unfortunate because I'm wearing like a wife beater with hairy pits. My gunt is a roller coaster gunt because I showed her. <laughs> and it's just, again, out of control. So Ra- uh, Rachel, Megan doesn't have a very good vision when she sits down to record podcast because she has me on the other side instead of like a good looking co-host. I- love looking at you you're gorgeous Uh, although i did get a kick out of when you showed up yesterday (laughs) and the owner of the bar was like oh my god you're gorgeous (laughs) you were like yeah my uh natural look is from yeah because the frump comes out hardcore when we met with her she sarah had like her stacking cap on and her oh yeah i had no makeup on and slob yeah no i looked my normal slob (laughs) Was that because that was like after work. And so I was already just, you know, work takes my soul and pisses on it. And I really have to struggle to not. End and then it all. you just outdid yourself. Yeah. And then I pulled myself together. Amazing. She, was and she was like, holy shit, you're gorgeous. Oh, wow. That was very nice of her to say. It was. But tell the people, what did we do? That was so oh fun my God. yesterday. So it was so great. It's our um, glitter in the shitter. Yeah, this it's going to get us through the whole week and then some. This is our cooperative uh, yeah, we're glitter sharing in the shitter. Today. We're sharing it. So Sarah and I were invited to be uh, the masters of ceremonies at uh, a local event called Project Pink, which took place uh, at Charlie's Bar and Grill, uh, which is in our town of Prior Lake, and it is... Um, on the lake it's a super cute cool restaurant and yeah. bar and the food like i said is oh my so god good. it's so I good scarf it down my normal yeah. scarfing <laughs> drinks are great <laughs> sexy bartenders yes uh and so project pink is our project pink um this was the third annual event and the local uh boutique owners in town put together a style show they uh get some looks ready and then they have local breast cancer warriors and breast cancer survivors as models. It's amazing. Um, So Sarah and I were able to tell their stories and then also just be semi vulgar selves and um, 
we ran the style show and then afterwards there was drunk shopping. Right. Which we partaked in. in we sure did. Partook, partook. We partook in that. And partaked. We partook and I realized <laughs> like, holy, I shouldn't drunk shop. Because uh, then you just yeah. like realize, oh, I spend a whole lot of money and I don't know what I bought. I bought a blouse. Yeah, it's a that was I oh I remember what you bought. It was good. Remember that you bought two very good things. Yeah, but I'm not much of a blouse. No, but super. I loved it. I was eyeing that one. I'll have to. Yeah, yeah, I'll have to see where it takes me. It was so cute and so fun, and we had Chloe pink prosecco all so cute, overflowing, never ending Um, cups. Yeah, I was by the end trying to read, and you have to, you know be really respectful telling these stories about these women going through cancer and some that are cancer survivors for multiple years, you know, and then at the same time, balancing trying to be us, you know, what they wanted, like from the podcast without saying dick and butthole and Bush and the too much. Yeah. Um, And then to add 14 wines, which it just kept getting refilled. So I didn't realize. Mm -hmm. And then reading and then pronouncing fancy fashion words. Oh, it's tough for me. Crazy and fun. But it was so fun. A joy. We uh, helped raise $6,000 in like in three hours. hours. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. It was so great, so fun. We're I was proud of everybody. Me too. They put yeah. on a fantastic event. It was well organized. It was everything. Yeah. So, so it went to the Hope Chest of Minnesota. Yeah. And they were quite impressed. Mm-hmm. And they do really good things. For we eventually auctioned. Cancer. We drunk auctioned off the hot bartender's cancer boob shirt. Yeah. And he he came, took off his shirt. In front of all of us. And we screamed. And then he signed it. Yeah. And the winner got it. And she said she was going to give it to her mother. Yes. Who is a cancer survivor. And she gets this bartender sweaty tight shirt. It's a sexy bartender. I might have smelled it. Yeah. He was good. He is a good Mm -hmm. looking, good looking guy. So thanks. Here's Christian's shout out. Yes. And Lee. Lee also, and his blouse. Who we wore pink blouse. That blouse off. We should have. No problem. It was hanging over the back of your chair for It was. A time. I got to yeah. sit on it. <laughs> but then I, nobody would want that. That ruined it. Sorry. No, but it was mm. so fun. And congratulations to the Charlie's team and uh, for all your hard work. That was super fun. We're glad to be Oh, it was such it. hard work for the yes. people who put it on and they did amazing job yes. unbelievably amazing job yep yeah Gemma, who did such a mm. she's the cutest and did amazing and she's getting married in two weeks i know so. and she has all that to put on yeah she did, i don't know how she does it and stuff. i don't stays so cute and positive she does well, a thousand I'm just jobs. Like a, yeah and i'm just a horrible oh she's just a delight <laughs> um we have some patreons we have two jason momoas that i'm gonna give a shout out carol palmer not forensic files carol but we're not quite sure she could be carol palmer moved up back up to a jason momoa so i said definitely you can get another jason's shout out who wouldn't who doesn't want to hear his voice um we all do um and jane Sharman barnes who we adore jane she is 
We adore her. Thank you so much. My goodness. She already is so supportive. We don't deserve. We don't deserve our listeners at all. No. I mean, for sure we don't. I'm a huge walking turd alert. (laughs) 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 And, but I'm so grateful. My goodness. Um, But thank you. So you will get a Jason Momoa right now. You're gorgeous fierce and strong and mm. okay that i'll have to put i'll put it in there so you'll have heard it okay. that yep. was amazing um oh my god he's so hot and now we have another one that joined is heidi posada heidi oh my thank god, you heidi. i feel so like we're already much. best friends i feel like we are she sent a super nice message and I mean, I just feel like we already are best friends. Um, so she's an incredible lady. And I'm so grateful that I got to get to know you through this. And stay in touch. We love talking with all of you guys. Um, we did put on, finally, Friday with Nut Bar, we put on two contents. 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 Sure, yeah. For our Patreons. So we have a new episode up. Um, where I truly believe that the reenactment actor for the woman who was murdered <laughs> was played by a man, and no one can convince me otherwise. <laughs> and Megan and I answered some questions that our Patreons had about us. Well, actually, Nutbar answered all. She asked yeah, and Nutbar answered all the asked questions. and then did answer all of them. And then yes. she would try to move on, and I would have to remind her, Nutty, you didn't even get our answers. No, she just you answered, just answered and them. Moved on. She's been wanting her time to shine. Yeah, I guess she's second fiddle, and she wants to be. She wanted to be first chair. Well, I mean, she's never going to be first chair. She but took maybe it like and, and a, tried a, to run with it. She might take the chair literally <laughs> and try to get on a bus when, with the chair when, and get away. When I called, <laughs> when I called today, I tried to do a group chat yeah. to check in, and she's like. And I said, oh, okay, well, Tiffany didn't answer, whatever. I, Sarah, I'm coming over to record. And she was like, nice, nice call, Megan. Yeah. Nice to reason go, to call. Megan, yeah. She was like, time. oh my God. Yeah. I can't believe you waste my time like this. Like, just <laughs> ripped me an asshole just for trying to touch base. <laughs> and Megan like, just, okay. just wanted to talk to you all. <laughs> Cassie could not be no. bothered. Could not be bothered. Nope. Well, thank you to Jean, Carol, Heidi. You ladies are incredible. Yes. Thank you. We are so grateful. If you would like to do something for us um, that is free, you can give us a review if it's possible. I know Spotify, I do not think, allows reviews. I think they are working on that. I'm not sure if Stitcher does either. I'm looking into that. Um, if you listen through Apple, I know they do, I think... Google Play does as well. Um, there's a few other ones that maybe do. Um, but a review and a rating helps us immensely if you can do that and take time to do that. That would be incredible. Yes, um, thank you. Spreading the word, telling a friend or two to listen helps us so much. Word of mouth is huge in podcasts. Um, that would be great. And if you would like to, we would love to hear from you. So join our Instagram. We have an Instagram. We have a Facebook group. We have a Facebook page. We have a Twitter. 
Um, all of that, you know, whatever. We would love to hear. From, we love hearing from people who listen um, and talking to you and meeting so many other people all around the world. Ghana, we see you. We hear you. Oh, Ghana. Ghana loves us. Mexico, we are way up on the charts in Mexico. We can't wait to go visit you guys. What were we in Ghana number six? Yes. Ghana, I'm so I'm coming. excited for Ghana. I'm coming, yes. Ghana. God, I would love to. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> just get out of here. I know. We got to hit the road. Eventually, you guys, it's coming, right? Right. It's got to be coming. We're going to travel. Yeah. And speaking of our Facebook group, we both had a thing that blew our buttholes straight out this week. This is unreal. Because Charie Baudon, yeah. her mother collects dolls and Charie Baudon's mother has a gay bob. <laughs> her mother owns a gay bob doll and then we had pip who looked it up on the uk and ebay and it was for sale for like 200 dollars or in money over there or something how can we get our hands on one we need to own a gay bob and have him sit by c3po because c3po doesn't have a bulge he kind of does though (laughs) kind of he's also laying there he's laying with the spread eagle like cassie does like nutbar does when she's hammered she starts doing the splits she's doing the splits she does it every time every time she gets hammered she's in the splits good yeah oops he doesn't sit well no we need a gay bob so we're gonna have to find a gay bob bob. needs to hold him i need my sanitarium worker chair which cat kramer's found multiple and i need to get on that and buy them we need that there we need so many i did see a miniature wicker chair sanitarium wicker chair for a dollhouse if you have a crazy dollhouse grandma crazy grandma <laughs> yes in your dollhouse just push grandma out yeah. by the pond yep. give her a you know her pills with a lemonade put a blanket <laughs> over her lap and leave her the fuck alone it, stop talking to her that's why moms and grandmas are in the sanitarium their families won't shut up well is that that is the truth it sure um, is the other post I did, like, I just wanted to mention Amanda Beers was playing that game that looked like the honeycomb letters. Oh, yeah, and that's she tried. a good one. <laughs> she, she was like, it wouldn't let me use gunt. I beg I mean, to differ. a shame because it is a word. Gunt is, a, is most definitely a word. Sure, it's in the dictionary. It'll it'll probably be the word of the year next year. I think year. it has to be. We should campaign for that. We should. I, I mean, said it yesterday during the fashion show. Like I was like, "Ooh, yeah. those pants really cover up the gunt," and I forgot that people who don't listen to us yeah. maybe don't use that and word. And I bet they thought you said something else. I know, but then she said, "Remember, she came up to me and she was like, What did you say it yeah. was?'" And I was like, "A gunt." She's yeah. like, "Yes!" Oh. I, she's like, "I died and I laughed so hard." I was like, yeah. I forgot well, I people. got one. I sure showed it off yeah. in our Patreon. I got a huge one. I got one too. I mean, I don't know. I, I just, just told Sarah today. I, I can care. now. The gunt is now lift up a ball. Yeah, you, you have to lift, lift it up, up to wash. You got to wash yeah, under it with a the with a sponge on a stick, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and then you're clean. Yeah, yeah. Hi, Randy. You have to come up here if you're going to be over there. All right. So we are back to our old standard. Yeah, our bread and butter. I wanted to go back to the old days. Yeah, a forensic files. Mm-hmm. and it did not, of course, disappoint Mm-mm. in any way. As never. Goddamn does. It always comes through with the what in the hell is going on. Always. Mm-hmm. This this 
forensic files was called Concrete Alibi. Cover. Yep. Concrete Alibi was season 11, episode 8. So if you want to find it, otherwise just go to YouTube and put it in. Look up Medical Detectives Concrete Alibi. Yeah. Even if you put forensic files. Oh, yeah. In forensic files. Yeah. Yep. All right. This was a 96. We'd had a 96 multiple so times. Many. But I'm going to ask what you. What happened in 1996? You're going to um, surprise me with it. It said probably in one of the things I was looking for, it said probably the most famous person in America at that time was Lance Armstrong. Remember that when Lance Armstrong was yeah. the shit everywhere? and then Everyone had, had those such a, yellow bracelets. Yeah. Live strong. Mm-hmm. And then he just had that fall from grace because, and he lost all of his awards, right? Yeah. Because he, he was dope. Doped. Yeah. He was well, taking blood out and putting other blood in. That was oxygenated. Yeah. God. Lance. We were, we were with him through his ball cancer. Yeah. Man, we were with remember him. Remember he dated Cheryl Crow? Yes. He loved yeah. Cheryl Crow. And then. He fell from grace hard. It does it. Cripes. There's a movie I think you need to see. And I think you would actually really like it. It's the same year as my favorite movie ever, Waiting for Guffman. But it's called Flirting with Disaster. I saw this in the theater. It was with Drew for sure. I think um, Gina in college. We were in college when I I was in college in San Diego. Gina was there, I think possibly Judy, um, Jude, my college roommate. But it was, we loved it. We were laughing. It's like a weird independent movie that's weird and funny, but it has Ben Stiller, which might not appease to you, I know. But also Lily Tomlin, who can do no wrong. Mary Tyler Moore was hilarious. Richard Jenkins, who's in all the independent movies and is always brilliant. Josh Brolin, who is sexy. What? Um and you've probably never heard of it, but I re- no, it just, I'm looking at the picture. I just saw right it now. and I saw it so long ago and we laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed Patricia, and laughed. Patricia, Patricia Arquette, Arquette Tia, Tia Leone. Um, Why it is was Mary re- Taylor Moore in it? I don't know, but she was hilarious. Alan Alda? Yeah. From MASH? Yes. Um, I think Lily Tomlin and he were married and the parents of Ben Stiller and he finds out, I think he's adopted. And so he tries to go on this trek to find his real parents and he ends up, I think, or were his real parents Lily Tomlin or whatever. It, and just along the way, it was just so funny. And I'm surprised it doesn't, I don't know. I really liked it. I thought it was super weird, really funny. So it's like a random movie you've probably never heard of, but it's just actually just was pretty good. I wonder, and it, I wonder if it's on. I don't know Netflix if it's streaming anywhere, but it was great. Um, it's also the year. I don't know if no one watched this. Um, but you remember, I just remember because of I think it had to be a wig. Mary Riley starred Julia Roberts and John Malkovich. And it was the story of it was a. Was she take, like a nun or something? No, it was no, like was she, she was a maid. Oh. And it was a take on Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. So I usually like that kind of sci-fi fuckery, you know. But it was so terrible. John Malkovich was Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. And Julia Roberts fell in love with one of one of them, Ritter. But you will die. If you look up the movie poster or for the movie, she has the worst fringe bangs. and yeah. looks like such a fucking asshole. 
I couldn't get beyond her bangs. I'm like, okay, we see Mr. Hyde, a murderous killer personality, a sci-fi legend, and I can't get beyond these fucking fringe bangs. Julia, what happened? Vivian would be very disappointed <laughs> seeing your fucking wig. Those bangs in had no place in cinematic history. God damn you. Was she the maid of Dr. Jekyll and yes. Mr. Hyde? Yeah. And but I, she was the focus. I remember how bad right, her was, hair was. It was like told from her story. Nobody gives two fucks. Was was what it a flop? Hell? Oh, of course. Nobody saw it. And because then she had no some wanted- sort of weird fucking Irish accent that was so terrible. She sounded like she had constipation i mean <laughs> my god it's julia roberts who people our age was like a i mean a beyond a goddess like you worshipped her like i don't know then she made this choice those bangs but you know what i still love her and if i ever met her i would die yeah because i don't know pretty woman was like i saw it probably 400 times oh, in the at i was obsessed with her she could, I mean, she can't do no wrong. I also love Erin Brockovich. Oh, yeah, she's the best. And that was a year of Black Sheep. I can watch that 400 times with Chris Farley. <laughs> Fargo, I can watch that 400 times. Yeah. And Charles and Diana got divorced, I think we talked about, which oh, just still, F. Diana still breaks my heart. Um, I'm finally, you know how I'm a slow burn at The Crown? Yes. Um, I'm finally, today I watched like three episodes of season four. It's taken me months and yeah. months to get there right. and i came late to the party because everyone already yeah. watched it no i i i'm on one episode of season two i'm so behind i just couldn't what? i don't know i love the first one i can watch the second one and then i just i don't know god i love it and i, I I'm love it super fascinated yeah. with the, like, i know no, i can't believe you them. don't want to watch more i know i feel like i just i don't know so today i was like i probably would love it i just it's just slow. Yeah. I mean, it's like... I have to pay attention and I feel like I have yeah. all this other stuff all the time. And so when I want... I don't know. I, I shoved my to. kids I know in, I'll like it. in front of the electronics and yeah. watched it. Yeah. Because uh, Phil was golfing so I could get away with it. Because otherwise he's like into entertaining the children. Oh, Jesus Christ. I know. Um. So I was like, hey, mommy's going to watch her show. But then as soon as he came home, it was all talky-talky in the house again. Oh, yeah. Again. They don't know. Get the fuck and out. And you can't watch watch it no then. so i know i'm just in the season now where uh diana just went hunting uh with, she just met the family oh and that famous where she like has her head on his they're like at, at balmoral yes and she There's went a famous hunting picture with them. of those yeah two. so that's what i was googling like yeah. did they really like each other yeah. and yeah how did they feel about each other no oh sad i just adored her oh sad. my diana i know God damn it. Well, you're going to be saying, listeners, you're going to be saying, God damn it, after we tell you this story. Well, this too. story is the fuckingest. Oh, <laughs> Concrete alibi. This one, I just can't even. Oh, my God. So here we go. We're back in 1996. Um, we're going to central Illinois. We have many listeners from Illinois. So hello. Hi. Um, we're in the central part of your state if you're there you might have heard about this story because it's fucked (laughs) we're gonna go back to nighttime and there's a motorist who knows what the hell he's doing but he's driving around at 10 p.m i mean maybe he went to rent a movie at blockbuster probably and get a big gulp at the 7-eleven right he's gonna go watch who knows he i always rented he-man cartoons and um 
Return of the Jedi. So he might have Princess one of those. Bride. Oh, the Princess Bride for sure. So he's driving along and he sees a car on the side of the road just sitting there, which normally I would just go whatever and not even register in my head and just drive by. Um, but he has more attention span and probably empathy than I do for the motorist on the side of the road. Um, the car was abandoned and weirdly the driver's side door was open. The lights were still on because he must have pulled over to help. And that's a good, you know what? I like that men maybe pull over and think if there's a woman at night stranded on the road. But then nowadays I would be like, scream and run. Yes. Yeah. Because he was going to, I don't stop for anybody because I just think Mm -hmm. everyone's going to be a murderer or a weirdo. Yeah. Or they're going to film you doing something and run you down. I don't know. But these are better times. He notices that's super weird. Why is the car still running? The lights are on. The driver's door is open. He notices that there's a person in the car. He calls the police and they come. Um, they said here <laughs> the inside of the vehicle was a little bit was disheveled. disheveled. Yeah. A little bit disheveled. If my car was abandoned on the side of the road, they would be like a homeless had obviously been living in here for <laughs> centuries. There is an area for of centuries. that's clearly a bathroom here in the back. Um, all, what's all this but weird really, shit? It's just the leftover toilet that you carried to right. Jamie. Yeah, and his, I haven't taken yeah, out of my car yet. yet. No, I don't know. A little bit disheveled made me laugh. Um, <laughs> I died too because I'm like, oh my god, my car is a fucking hellhole. And it appeared suspicious. What? A car left running on the side of a highway with the door open, the right. lights on, and a person side, and no one around. Oh, it's suspicious. This, yes, this is weird. We should look Good into Christ. this. There was no identification in the purse, so that's like, oh shit. They ran the car's license plate. Smart. It was registered to David Swan. They did show a picture of David Swan, and I wrote that David Swan to me. Where did I put it, though? I must have put it on his second picture. Um, He looked like Christopher Atkins to me from Blue Lagoon. Yeah. And Dallas and whatever. He gave me, and I love Christopher Atkins. He gave me kind of a poor man's Christopher Atkins. (laughs) 80s Christopher Atkins. Yeah, I don't. I can't um, put my finger on who it was. Yeah, for me, but he was very blonde. Like very that. blonde. Yeah. yeah, like that. He kind of didn't have the curly hair, but he kind of had the rest yeah. of the look. He's thirty-four years old. He's an employee of a local newspaper. So I don't right. know if he was a reporter or literally rode his bike and threw newspapers. Delivery <laughs> boy. He could be anywhere in between. I think Maury was the delivery. He got boy. up real early yeah. and uh, made sure everybody's right. papers were dry. Police called. Uh, David Swan and he said well my girlfriend Karen K-A-R-Y-N mm-hmm. Karen Slover was using the car tonight she was going to go pick up her three-year-old son Christopher who had been spending the day with his grandparents and they said well where is that and it finds out that the grandparents house was 40 miles away from mm-hmm. where the car was found and the car was also facing the other uh, way the wrong way yeah like she was I mean it was just weird and so David's really confused. The police are really confused. And the, they realize, okay, she's a missing person at this time. They show, we hear now, we see Karen's father, which looks like just a cute dad type. He looked like just a really nice old older gentleman that would have been the cutest dad. His name is Larry Hearn. Um, 
And then we see mom. We never hear from mom because I bet it's just too hard to talk. I, some of yeah, these people, I don't know how I they know. can talk about it. But I noticed that she had still the um, uh, high beehive type hair. <laughs> Even though it was 1996, I feel like some people keep their she high school hair throughout the rest yeah. of their life. And I feel she like she still the, it behind. She had a big beehive hair. I just I remembered who the guy looked like um, to me. You said Christopher Atkins. I thought it was Ian Ziering. Oh, very much so. Yeah. Almost like yeah. a mixture of both of those douches. Yeah. Yep. Just two yeah. douches together. Yeah. Totally. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Sorry. picture yep. a mixture of those two douches together. That's the douche mm-hmm. David Swan. Mm-hmm. Now she's missing. Karen's parents are pretty um, nervous because th- there's no way that she would have just disappeared on her Mm -hmm. own no way in fact we hear from her friends that she would not have left because she finally got what she'd been wanting forever her first professional modeling job and you were she's been working towards that forever she was super excited about it they said no way she would not do that job and just leave and not tell her family you know i mean you just know you know your your family member you know they're if they do anything they're going to call you or you talk to them every day in a big absence like this and a weird thing on the side of the road. Of course, she didn't just do that and leave. You know, no. so her family and her friends are terrified. They know something terrible happened. Um, what did you think about her friend, Melanie Jackson? Um, did you write anything down for her? I wrote that I did not, but mm-hmm. I know what you're thinking. Okay. Well, first of all, she spells her name M-E-L-A-N-Y. Not IE. Oh, I didn't even notice that. That's yeah. upsetting. Um, and then her hair. Well, I mean, it was a, it was a fellow's hair. <laughs> she went to sport cuts, <laughs> but it was the perfect feather. Oh my! Side goodness. part perfect yeah. feather. Short. It looked like Kendall. A yeah. Ken. Oh, yeah. It was like, you know how Ken had the plastic feathered yeah. hair? I mean, it was like it she was took literally, a doll's hair, ex- yes. made it bigger, and, and just, put it on. It was like, it's like one of those Lego helmets that you can put on your yes. Lego people. Oh, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. A feathered Ken hairdo on Melanie Jackson. And it was perfectly quaffed. Melanie, but it was a fellow's hair. That look was not 19... 19- 96 no i mean she is like 15 20 years doing her hair like that and she wasn't that old no um i feel like she was unfortunate she was a get up and go she had stuff to do she was a busy gal i feel like she was maybe into softball if you know what i mean (laughs) and she didn't want to shit mess with her hair no but and but she still looked attractive I, on camera. See, I think that it's. I think she did try to do it because it looks so perfect. Well, I feel like you can just put one of those combs you get There's on picture day in this hair. You get yeah. those black combs on picture day, yeah. and she always kept she it from did. picture day and just ran it through she and ran sprayed. Kind of smashed yes. it down and sprayed. I mean, it's a I get up and go. Cared. Well, okay. I mean, I don't know. All right. I guess we'll agree to disagree on yes. this one, but her hair was fucked. All right, moving she on. 
She let us know, though, that, again, it is fucked to think she left on her own. And she let the police know that because she had just gotten this modeling job. And they show Karen, and she's a lovely blonde. They showed her with lovely shoulder-length hair or long hair. And definitely some of the pictures were from the 80s. And she had the perfect Mm -hmm. 80s, like, blowout hair. Mm -hmm. Um, And she just talked about her having a beautiful smile and how excited she was just blown away i mean can you imagine trying to be a model and you get your first job like if you're trying to be an actor and you get your first professional job it's like the most exciting thing probably in the entire world and you're not just going to take off before it happens it's like the first time somebody who wasn't our friend followed us on our podcast oh yeah we we like died like it was your mom and my mom and then the first time someone else (laughs) our sisters like what in the world (laughs) happened We have someone we don't know. Yes. That was. It was like the most exciting exciting. thing in the entire world. Even when we saw like we had 13 downloads the first time, we're like, oh my God, we're over 10. Yes. Oh, that was so exciting. So I know that feeling. Um, Two days go by. There's no sign of her. She hasn't contacted anybody. She hasn't showed up anywhere. And then, of course... Oh, we get some boaters. Who knows what they're doing? Drinking hands, speeding around in their lake. Who knows? Fishing, taking out their wet butts, and moaning people as they go by. I'm assuming people do that. I don't know. Um, we're on Lake Shelbyville, which made me think of The Simpsons because there's Springfield and Shelbyville are enemies. Oh, they are? They're neighboring towns. Mm. Um. 40 miles away in Lake Shelbyville, these boaters who are hammed on hams, of course, see something in a garbage bag. Mm. There's a garbage bag sitting up on shore, and it's like not even a garbage bag. It looks like a Target bag yeah, type yep. size thing. Like a gray um, Target bag. Like the not big Target bags, like the small ass Target bags, because they don't yeah. have the big ones anymore. But that's okay for recycling and stuff. Um. <laughs> Yes. And it had floated up on the shoreline. So they immediately call. Thank goodness. They call the sheriff right away. And the sheriff's name was Jeffrey Thomas, which was weird. And he had, I thought at first, octagon hot glasses. But they were kind of an oval with a little bit of a a squarey type. I thought, of course, it was the octagon. Yeah, it was an oval with a square. He sure did love the Lord. This man. I didn't even notice because I okay. don't notice Lord things. Well, what did he have? You missed it. I he did. said several times that something about praying and God oh, I did leading the way, that. remember? And yeah. then at the end, he also said something about God helping him. He is sure that God is on his side and helping him to find this woman. So... Well, I hope so, but I wish God would have stepped in a, two days before and Correct. made this woman not get killed. Where the <laughs> hell was he then? That's pretty shitty. I don't like how you pick and choose, God, but you know what? I'd rather you be on the side of the sheriff, thank goodness. If he feels he gets help from it, I'm yep. all for it. Yep. So, all right. This poor woman didn't. No. So, Sheriff, um, here is, where were you? Sheriff Jeffrey... 
knows it's going to be bad. He just yeah. is like, holy fuck, there's a garbage, mysterious garbage bag that was in a lake washed up mm-hmm. on shore. He even says to himself, oh, shit, this is going to be bad. He They do a reenactment for some reason with actual Jeffrey, Sheriff Jeffrey, and they show him creeping up to the bag and he cuts it open on the side. And of course, it's a fucking head. Hair. It's a head in the bag. Oh, that's he just knew I didn't want to come to work today and find Mm-mm. a head in a bag. I mean, who does? Well, God knew and God, God knew took him and, there. Well, and he was the one for the case. We thank goodness. But my Oh. But this is so bad, right? Do, because I don't know how sheriff people I don't know and either. police, and sure, some of them are real dicks, but then how do you see this on your work day and know. deal with it? And then again, you do it the next day and then the next day and then the next day. How do you handle that mentally? My God. And then you see the worst of people all the time and everyone lies to and you. And everyone's lying. And I know. you just want to just sit down for five seconds and relax. But you can't because you have 47 cases. You only The only equipment you're given is a pen and a pad of paper. <laughs> and nobody is free to help you ever. Oh, my God. No, it's... Yeah, it's the worst. I feel bad. He sends police out to look around. They find all these other bags with the fucking rest of her body all cut up in these bags in the water nearby. And there's also cement chunks in the bags with the body parts. So it was like they were trying to sink her. And it didn't work out because bodies bloat. Yes. And they float. And produce gas. As my husband does. (laughs) But he's alive. He's alive. And wow. He always floats in the water due to his horrific gas. <laughs> Quite an absolute nightmare. Yes. <laughs> he doesn't need a boat even. He just needs his gas. He just and he goes can go. <laughs> he can go in the water. Yep. Idiot. Yep. So he realizes that, oh my God, there was a missing person from two nights before a female and he thought god is this her you know he just is like is this the woman dental records then from the head that he found in a bag confirm that it was karen slover and she was just 23 and she had a little baby boy christopher who was three so this is absolutely just awful i oh i mean just to have this is your just your random day at work this is so terrible we see her dad again that I just don't know how you even can talk about it. Um, to know that your daughter at 23 was taken, killed, cut up, and dumped in a lake in garbage bags. To know that happened to your daughter, I don't even know how you, how do you go on to the next day. I don't know. He says she liked everybody and everybody liked her. And he just couldn't understand who would do this. And he just thought, you know, you never think about it happening until it does well of course you can't even think about it happening you know you wouldn't if you're a parent you can't even put your mind there you know the narrator says all the bags were sealed with duct tape oh inside you said as you said there were chunks of cement there were cinders and they found this shit in karen's car too so some of these cement and cinders were in there so the dumbass had her body in bags and all this shit in the car and transported transported her in the car The killer, like we said, tried to use the cement to keep the bags underwater, but they're a fucking dumbass. And the bags came up and washed on shore, thank goodness. They also found six dog hairs stuck to a piece of the tape. 
And I mean, like if you were dyed with the microphone, Randy's hairs are all over it. I know you'd yeah. be implicated immediately. They would find cat hair all around my mouth. Yeah, I'm covered stuck in, in my cat mustache hair. hairs. Yeah. <laughs> Intermingled. Yes, there's Otto's hair that's everywhere. Diego's hair everywhere. They and would Randy, be coming just for fucking you everywhere and i'm sure he's skulking here somewhere this was sad though because then the very religious sheriff was like uh i've been in law enforcement for 300 years Mm -hmm. 30 years and i've never seen anything that affected me this much well my god i don't know how do you go home and have dinner i don't know i mean and it's we're talking about it whatever but we didn't have to discover it no see it yeah or then know it was this person in your town I mean, and then talk to the family and see, yeah. I mean, and deal with the and case And tell like them this. like she was cut up into tiny pieces and, and break put this into news. Target bags. Right. Like. And then have the stress of having to solve it. Yeah. And then have the stress of dealing with it. And then knowing when this one's solved or not, yeah. there'll be another one next yeah. week. And I just have to keep going. Come on, humans. Just yeah. be better. Just stop being dicks all the time. My God. When they did the autopsy, of course, they found out with her head there that... She had been shot six fucking times in the head. What kind of a dumb asshole psycho shoot someone six times when you realize one, maybe two might do it? Is there, is there? No. Are there six bullets in a gun? Well, if you have a, uh, <laughs> if you have, what are you, it looks like you're, a cartridge i was doing yeah a cartridge would have like 10 or 12 or something and then if a revolver is like the six like western revolver i think but then you can have a cartridge that just slides up and that can have but if it's like a 10 usually a gun that you hold with just one hand that'll have a cartridge those will have like 10 and such yeah and then you have to take the cartridge out and pop the like a pez almost you put the bullets in like a pez and then put it up yeah Hmm. oh dear so yeah thank you for your knowledge that's all i know kind of ever since you got the bullets down the boobs yeah you've been that's what i had to do it's very hard to get the bullets in that cartridge too somebody was very angry said the sheriff and lost control well usually that happens when you shoot um and they said to shoot until the gun was empty, so it must have been like a revolver type thing that had six bullets and just shot all of them. Oh, into the head. What a fucking asshole. Now they narrowed it down. Um, the last time anyone saw Karen alive was when she left her work to go pick up her son who was with the grandparents. They decided that the grandparents of on her has ex husband's right. side. Which, yes. 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 More than likely, Karen, they thought, was killed. Okay, she left work at 5. We know she was alive then. Um, At 10, her car was abandoned, and she was probably already dead or taken by then. And so they were looking at a time between 5 p.m. and 10 p.m. So that's when they have to see people's alibis, stuff like that. Mike Mannix, we said, is an investigator, and he says, There were many theories. One was that she was abducted by a pervert. (laughs) I'm like, well, you know what? Chances are she was abducted by a pervert. Yeah. I like that he just... I know he's like a pervert, some sort of pervert. I think we need to use pervert more. I think pervert is a perfect word. (laughs) 
but I think it's maybe people now are like, you know what? Being a pervert isn't so bad. And I feel like, no, pervert is bad. I think it's bad. Um, the first suspect, of course, was her ex-husband, Michael. Now they show a picture of Michael and I wrote pervert. I instantly wrote pervert. He is a weirdo. He looks like a complete weirdo, like someone you would see at a party or in a store and you would immediately turn the other way and walk the other way. And you are, you would say, holy shit, I hope this guy doesn't make eye contact with me and just even say hi or talk to me. He had fucked glasses, the fucked psycho hot glasses that every killer we've done has had. He had a fucked hat on that said something about dragons. Um, and he had a fucked wispy mustache that was like a por- yes. wispy porn stash mustache that was like three mustaches on one side and like five on the other. And he was kind of chunky and weird yes. and weird teeth. How these two got together, I'll never know. She's a literal model. And yeah. he looks like he was made out of Play-Doh and shit yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> like the Play-Doh was a shit Play-Doh. He was just formed out of a shit Play-Doh. I can't fit these two together at all. I, I don't. At all. I can't. And then to make it worse, we find out that he like beat her and battered her yeah. during their marriage. So he was a, not only a fucking pervert weirdo with fucked glasses, fucked hat, fucked teeth, fucked mustache, fucked body, fucked brain. He was a wife beater. Right. He had no skills. Right. He's a fucking dork. And Karen was kind, loving, according to all her friends and family, beautiful, wonderful mother. So clearly, I'm very proud of her for divorcing this piece of shit right on. quite quickly. Um, she got out of it. Good for her. Unfortunately, she has a kid that she has to share. Right. With someone. And then, then you're screwed. Who has really. abused her. Yeah. Karen... It's hard. Thought his family, his parents fucking sucked as well. Now, I'm very lucky with Jamie that his family is wonderful, very kind, wonderful, funny, hilarious. His whole entire family, um, like aunts and uncles and cousins and everything, too, brothers and sisters and parents and whatever. Jamie's the one that's the fucking dork. <laughs> so I stay married to Jamie because his family is so nice. Because you like his family. Unfortunately, Karen you know, had a fucking dork and husband take. and yeah. a fucking dork family. Yeah. I'm just going to I'm gonna assume everyone knows my thoughts on my first husband and his family. I'm just going to stop there. Let's move on. Yeah. But I'm very... Notice I'm mute about the entire yes. thing. Okay. Um, I'm very blessed. Very blessed yeah. to have in-laws... On the whole gamut that are amazing. Karen had. I love my current. I just realized that made me sound like I hated my. No, in-laws your current in laws. We're oh talking my about God. Our ex, our yes. Ex husbands. They are my besties. About. I love no, you're every single actually fucking literal one of them. Yeah, I'm literal friends. With your sister in law. With my, all like, my sister in laws. I love yes. my brother in law. No, that's yes. not what we meant at all. No, I just meant previous. Okay, but right. next. Yeah. That's on. all we're going to okay. say, but yeah. you know what we mean. Yeah. You can read our minds. Um, they, these two, Michael's fucked parents. Um, they showed a real picture, and it's I wrote mother-in-law Jeanette is handsome with a capital H and a capital all the rest of the letters. She her hair 
is reminiscent of a Duggar, the Duggar mom. It's absolutely a yep. Duggar mom, but more yep. of a mullety, yep. more mullety. Yep. But it had the poof in the front. And she didn't have a chin. No. The chin was missing. It's just a little curve yep. on the bottom It was of like, a like a smiley face. A Simpson. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the only picture they show of the dad, Michael Sr., is he is frowning the shit off his face at the wedding of uh, clearly it looks like the wedding of Karen and Michael mm-hmm. just frowning and he looks like a huge piece of shit too he looks like he'd beat somebody's ass is what well, he yeah, looks, it looks like. like a crabby yeah. mean fucker that yeah. wouldn't even laugh at a funny yeah. dick joke you know like who doesn't laugh at that <laughs> or you could like like fall down and do a big fart in the wedding dance and he wouldn't even no. laugh when everybody else would pee themselves no. If someone fell down and then did a big fart he, at a wedding he's dance. He's just smoking a no, cigs. He has nothing, Drinking no personality, and he's a dick. Yeah. And he's married to a handsome, handsome woman. Chinless. Yeah. Um. So, again, we're mean to them because they deserve it. Yeah. Michael had a great job. He was a security guard at Cub Foods. <laughs> Who's, why do you need a security guard at Cub Foods? What are they doing? People are trying to steal cans of corn. I mean, just let them, Cub. Obviously. If you're stealing corn, you need to eat something. Nobody goes to right. Cub and steals something they don't need. It's food. And most, I don't know. God damn it. But anyway, he was a security guard at Cub Foods. Go fuck yourself, Michael. Yep. Um, and so he was working, actually, during those hours when Karen disappeared. And he had a pretty hardcore alibi because he actually arrested someone who was probably trying to steal something to eat. Or they were stealing the makeup or something. I don't know. Is there makeup at Cub Food? There's like an aisle Aww. that's like one foot wide of makeup sometimes. Hmm, okay. Um. But I don't know. You don't put a big stake down your crotch, but maybe people do. You, but I mean, I don't toilet know. Yeah. Paper. Maybe. Up your shirt. That can't happen. Yeah. I mean, we used to go to Cub to buy. He's clearly got his, he's got an eye for the job because he caught that person with yeah. toilet paper stuffed up her shirt. He's yeah. like, excuse me, ma'am. And then he honked them and he realized <laughs> they weren't real boobs. They were toilet paper and he caught her. God. Yes. And made the Pervert. arrest. Made the arrest. Since Michael had an alibi, investigators decide to take a look at his fucked parents. Um, but first, they had to check out. We're not going to forget about David Swan, her boyfriend. So Ian Zeering, yeah, slash Chris Frack. Yes. Now, Karen saying that Karen had a bad picker is an understatement, because we find out more about David Swan. Um, he had some run-ins with the law. And had been on probation. Okay, no, that's not good, Karen. Um, he tried to impersonate a law enforcement officer. That's not Again, good. Not great. And he had spent some time in, quote, literally the mental ward. Karen. Um, Karen, you are a literal model. You probably could do better than these douchebags. Karen... I just don't know what was going on. And none of these men were um, real handsome. No, I mean, he, you're, this guy was the best looking guy. Yeah. And he, I mean, it was passable, but not really. Yeah. So David Swan was 34. Kieran was 23. Doesn't However, matter. However, they only had been 
dating for like a very short time. So maybe she didn't even she know might all not this have known about at all. It wasn't like they were like living together or anything. They were right. just kind of dating each other. One of the most fucked things they found out that David had done is he um, killed a deer. I don't know if it was actually hunting and th- did it correctly or yeah, it's just a weird There was a picture of him in like a shooting so maybe he was a hunter but where does he take the deer to clean it over someone's swimming pool and he used a chainsaw that seems wrong i don't know if that's the correct way to clean a deer over someone else's swimming pool (laughs) with a chainsaw (laughs) i don't know anything about it um but i feel like that's incorrect i feel like that's wrong i mean was it his pool was it the neighbor pool do you walk in and say holy shit you douchebag, you have a chain, my chainsaw, and you're cleaning your deer over my pool and getting deer bowels all in my pool, and there's my son trying to swim? I, I don't know. What are you know. doing? I don't know. I I mean, he clearly it's on quite, his record. He must have gotten arrested for it. Yeah, we didn't quite get the whole story. What is that? And I, too, have a a very poor picker, especially in my oh, early twenties, like Karen. Yeah. And so I, but I feel like if I would have known that about someone, I wouldn't have dated them. So I feel like Karen didn't know. I'm going to give Karen the benefit of the doubt here. She got out of a horrible relationship with her husband. I feel like he just pulled yeah. the wool over her yes. eyes. And I mean, yeah, my first, this could have been my first husband. And I, <laughs> Just still signed on for the that. T- the time and the oh, absolute fuckery. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So I don't know, Karen. I'm. I just. I feel you. I feel you so much, Karen. I just am sad, sad for you. So the sheriff really thought this guy was the because one. he was cutting apart yes. bodies, deer or otherwise. He thought he's clearly been arrested for dismembering incorrectly, and dismembering and a human is incorrect as well. Had some it's frowned mental upon. health issues. He's fucking nuts. Some, yeah, he's impersonating policemen. Yeah. So who knows? David had a shaky alibi. It's weird. Now this part I don't even get at all. He was actually at a wedding that night, mm-hmm. but they said he was 45 minutes late from the, he was 45 minutes late from one event to the other. There was a 45 minute Like from thing. the rehearsal to the dinner. Right. He was gone and he could not account for that time and he would not tell him where he was for this 45 minutes. I did write, he was 45 minutes late for the rehearsal. I wrote, Megan? <laughs> No one would even bat an eye if that were me. If you had been kidnapped, it would be days before he realized he just didn't come. Yeah. He would just late. Yep. Oh, no. So the police are interviewing him again. They said for four hours, hours and hours and hours. And they think it's him because he has his fucked past. Um and, and he was just like, I was just running and errands. He refused I don't know. to tell yeah. them what he did. He didn't say anything about what he was doing in this 45 minutes. They learned that from friends that Karen now dreamed of moving to Georgia to pursue her modeling career. I don't get that. Why wouldn't you go to New York or L.A.? I, I don't know. Is there something in Atlanta? I don't know. Maybe. Um, and they thought, OK, was David going to be angry that she was going to leave him? Um, and he killed her. I mean, again, this is like that could work. People have killed people for fucking far less. They actually have a FBI profiler come in and they said, David totally matches a person that would do this crime. They 
start. Oh, and here where he prayed again, Sheriff. Yes, this Jeffrey is where he prayed. prayed. He they he said they all prayed and said, Lord, Lord, if this us. is your will, David Swan, yeah. in fact, is the one involved. Let us get a confession. If he's not involved, give us a sign so we can go elsewhere. When all police like that to happen. Yes. Now they interrogate Amen. him again. They turn up the heat. They put a iron hot iron next to his balls <laughs> and they say you dumb fucker tell us what you were doing during that 45 minutes otherwise we're just gonna arrest you you sick fuck the fucker says i was at the atm and they're like okay and why he didn't was. You, yeah, why he was. That? i don't know that's what i was like why didn't he tell them this so for two days he's being interrogated by fbi and called a murderer and he refuses to say what he did and then he <laughs> just says i was at the atm and they find him in video at the atm and then sure he's sure there Why he is so goddamn dumb i would just be livid i would think you fucking wasted my time I, I yeah you wasted the family's time you're wasting everyone's time by being this dumb huge piece of shit dumbass yeah just tell us you were at the atm it's not a ba- fine you got cash nobody cares dick no. weed it oh. it was bizarre and but I, I, whatever i mean th- what it fine. showed them was that okay he couldn't have killed her and chapped her up into a thousand pieces and then gone to the wedding rehearsal right, dinner where he right. was seen where he was seen at right. the where and where we seen at the wedding party right. in between that he had no, no time to do but anything and no. change his clothes and put the same and from where clean. her car was yeah right yeah. He, oh good now so david swan is cleared all right husband thank god michael, husband, lucky for ian zeering yeah lo- husband michael is at work arresting people for stealing food and toilet, toilet paper. paper. Now they realize, oh, fuck. So the sheriff says, I took it personally. I spent a lot of sleep, sleepless nights thinking about this case, wondering what am I missing? What am I doing wrong? What do I need to do to solve this case? Police then decide, all right, let's go back to the crime scene, start right at the start again, which is what they do a lot of times, go back, retrace their steps, see if they missed anything. He realized that there, okay, for the car to be left here by the killer, there had to be someone else in another car driving behind them to give the killer a ride right. home. Right. So there's more than one person involved. And right there, he thought again back to Karen's ex, Michael. Now he had an alibi, but he said, nope, his parents didn't. And he mm-hmm. thought, I'm going to go look at these parents. He's already hearing from the grapevine that. Karen thought his parents sucked ass and he finds out that the parents also equally hated Karen. Yes. I mean, and that sometimes happens with divorced families, but usually you try to have at least some civil, you try to be civil when you have a child involved that you see the child all the time. Now I understand Karen would drop off at the parents. They would watch Christopher when she was at work which must have been incredibly hard for her. And she probably only did it because Christopher probably did like his mm-hmm. grandparents. Um, she probably could save money with them yeah. watching him. And what do you do? Like you have to yeah. share, you yeah. know, you know, he's going to, the Michael might bring yeah. him over there, you know, and you have to deal with the fact that them hating on you, probably yeah. saying rude things to you every yeah. day when you drop him off, every day when you pick him up, don't know if they're saying shit to your son about you all day long. 
Oh my God, what she had to deal with. Jesus. What tons of divorced yes, people have to deal who have with. children have oh, to deal with. It's, and it's just awful. Yes. The stress. Mentally debilitating. And you just want to take a hammer and yeah. just really pound the shit out of them and you can't. Yeah. No. Oh, some people do, but you can't. Now, Michael Sr., the joyless wonder, <laughs> fucking crabby fuck face. Yeah. He works at a power plant and by uh, Decatur. He clocked out and then he had no alibi after that time. Jeanette, the chinless wonder, who was not employed. They said no. not employed or anything. She wasn't employed or anything. <laughs> she also had no alibi and she had no friends or something that she was hanging out with. They find out that Jeanette detested her daughter-in-law and everyone knew it. She would spread the word that she hated Karen. Karen sucked. Um, Jeanette was also fucked in the head. Correct. She was an extreme fucked in the head. She, for some reason, thought that Christopher acted, thought, behaved as Christopher was her own son and tried breastfeeding him multiple times she at the age of 49 or 48 when christopher was born began to breastfeed him did she realize she would not have milk she just had giant hairy saggers i'm, an, I, I'm imagining i don't know i i know that you like can get milk if like you're doing things to make that happen, even if you haven't just had a baby, that's fucked. So that's even how if you're 110. Yeah, like I'm thinking now at the age of 45. So she was like three years old. Like me breastfeeding any small child is a a, a hazard. Oh it's, yes, the child will be suffocated <laughs> by the weight, the sheer weight yeah. of the bottom of my boob. Um, and he'd yeah. just be smashed like kind of like a press in between my boob and my lap because there's not a lot of room there. No. Um, hardly enough for a baby's head. So I can't imagine how the chinless wonder yeah. was and her saggers. milking herself. Or it was so that no she, milk and she and just, just did it anyway. And that's even more, more fucked. Um, if I found out about that, then... I would just be like, no, I would go to call, call the police and be like, she's a fucking psycho. No, that one cop was like, uh, that was not normal. No, they did not have a normal relationship. No, it was not normal. Investigators check telephone records and discover that Michael Jr. is a bitch boy and called his parents 12 <laughs> times on the weekend of the murder. And they thought, who calls their parents that much in one day? Nobody. Mm -mm. Unless you're a bitch boy like Michael. The Slovers own a used car lot, and you can imagine what this shit show looks like. Can you like. please say what it was called? This is unreal. Do you? I didn't see what it was called. It was I called it. Miracle Motors. Oh my god! Like ah, miracle, and everyone said it was a complete shithole. Yeah, it was. They said always dirty and in disrepair. And it said they were controlled or patrolled by two junkyard dogs. Yeah. Not even like their pets. A Just literal junkyard dog. dog. So your car lot described as a junkyard. It's like the sandlot dog. Yeah. Yes. Um, 
Just after Karen disappeared, neighbors started saying this dirty shithole started getting a makeover and they started covering up stuff and making it look nice and all this work was happening in Burning the Burning weeds. Yeah, how weird weeds. that happens. Yeah. To, how how weird. Oh yeah, here it is. Miracle Motors. Yes. They start cleaning everything up and neighbors, once calling it a junk heap, said they would never have thought they would have cleaned up this douchebag lot like why but now all of a sudden, yeah. yeah how weird that after karen it goes disappearing the same day they're cleaning the shit out of it that is odd now the narrator or the police are saying is it possible they're trying to remove something connected to karen murder karen's murder well of course fuck hole of course and now we get richard monroe a forensic geologist again i was like toilets shoes yes. now a geologist who knew there was a forensic geologist not me certainly not me. his job and then i wrote science 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 his job was <laughs> to study I fast forwarded this yep, part. Okay. the concrete in the shithole junkyard versus the concrete found in karen's death bags i guess they are oh. um and they were found to be similar yes not enough to say identical but oh bless sorry. you they were very similar chances are you know from the same lot but you can't for sure prove right. they're from the same piece of concrete right and so it's similar enough they decide now, it's more than two years after her murder. Yeah. They suspect the in-laws, but they're just kind of stalling, stalling, stalling. And I kind of don't know why. Um, but Karen, Jeanette is wanting sole custody of the three-year-old. So I don't understand because Michael would have custody, right? Because he's the father, right? Couldn't. And I mean, I, I feel like yeah, he lived with his parents. That? Yeah. Wouldn't she just already have him there? Um, uh, yeah. They just, again, talk about how it was always Jeanette's motive to try to get Christopher as her own. That yes. from the minute he was born. Yeah. She saw Karen as a threat. And when Karen said that she wanted to move away for her modeling career, mm -hmm. Jeanette started fucking freaking out and getting really mad that she was going to take Christopher away. Yeah. Which she was. And she, you know, could have. Investigators decide that they are not finding forensic evidence inside the Slover's house. Um, concrete from their their shithole lot is consistent with the concrete found in the garbage bags. They wanted more proof, and I don't know why this took two years, but they decide to start digging up the topsoil from the shitty car lot and searching through the topsoil to see if they can find clues of a murder scene being there. And my God, they do. They start, it said they called in the actual the army. army. I didn't know you could do that. I didn't either. So the army comes in. They fill up 65 gallon buckets with the topsoil of the entire lot. And it said it took six months to sift through it. I feel like give that to a couple women. We'll do it in a weekend. Oh my God. What the give hell? Give us some wine and some sifters. Yeah. But again, they probably had one guy doing it that had to do all of his first shift first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> probably right? do this when he had time. Who knows? They actually find a bunch of shit. Thank goodness in the dirt. And I wish they would have done this the week of, but right. you know, what can you do? I don't know what the case was. Sheriff, was it the sheriff or an investigator start saying 
he's getting goosebumps thinking about it because what they pull out of the dirt is a button, a button that said authentic Paris sports club. You know where you get that? Walmart? No. Walgreens? No. <laughs> well, Montgomery Ward? No. Sears? No. The place that every small town girl shopped in the 1990s, Maurice's. <laughs> I had I so many Pierce Sport Club oh shirts, pants, sweaters. Oh. They were all for Maurice's. Oh, so Karen loved it. her Maurice's. They find this button that literally matches the buttons that were on the jeans that she was wearing yeah. with buttons missing. They find out it's the exact button from her jeans. Mm-hmm. As well as they find, I can't even understand. They found a button I that know, was covered tiny. with this fabric. A tiny button covered in tiny fabric that's found on shirts and blouses. And kind of the f- frumpy-ish um, the CSI lady. But she was smart. Oh, in this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, she said, holy shit, give me her shirt she was found in. I I can't believe she would have thought of this all these months later. I know. I mean, thank God for this woman. This is a smart Yeah, woman. her name was Suzanne. That's yeah. why you need women on yeah. your team of investigators. Yeah. You need people from all races because you're going to see something that a yes. white old man might not see. You might. And then sometimes yeah. you do need white old men because they have a perspective that a young might not have. <laughs> But you need to have women to say a woman wouldn't say that shit. A woman might remember, like, why was she wearing this? That's not right. And things like that. So she remembered. You need. Yes. You need everybody. She said, get her blouse. This is from her fucking blouse, this button. And she matched the fabric from that button. to It's the exact fabric and exact Mm -hmm. button Mm -hmm. that was missing on her shirt that she her body was wearing. Um. They're literally identical because they put them in like microscopes yes. too, and it's literally the identical same thing. And then to top it all off, which they could, why, why didn't they just do this the week of as well? Now they find all these fucking buttons. They realize there's an exact DNA match between the junkyard dogs and the dog on the tape. Yes. Could they have done that and saved two years? I don't know. I can't figure out why they didn't. So the dog hair. That right was away. They the should tape, have been like, oh, my yeah. God, a fucking crazy dog. They is a literal DNA to the junkyard yeah. dogs. So they did a DNA test on the hair and it matched. So they have all this evidence. They. <laughs> are all charged and these fuckers are walking through the police station or whatever once they're all charged michael senior michael jr and chinless Jeanette (laughs) are walking out like they're just the shit and they're just walking down and like oh and i just wrote ugly ugly inside and out the three of these fucks at least michael jr shaved his porn stash I mean, it was clean shaven, but he's still, and he changed his glasses he's to so, more modern glasses. That was better. Shit. Because I'm sure his defense attorney said, shave that fucking mustache and get rid of those goddamn blue blocker rape pedophile glasses that you're wearing. <laughs> My God. Oh, Ed Kemper looks less guilty. He, than, oh my, he Jesus. had like the pleated khakis such a gross brain i cannot believe they did this to her the motive was exactly what detectives thought karen wanted to get her ass out of this shit town away from her shit 
ex-in-laws and husband. Mm -hmm. She wanted to move where she could have a career and make more money. Her career was starting to take off. She was having some confidence in this modeling career and super excited for it. And they decided to kill her because they wanted Christopher. Jeanette wanted Christopher for herself. And they arrested Michael Jr. Even though he was not physically there at the time of the killing, they know that he planned the murder, possibly just said, why don't you kill her? It could have been his idea. And I'm sure he came afterward and helped just like, right. take the body apart and stuff or whatever or hide the car you know or whatever or take the car there he had some part and he had called so many times that day that they knew he was had to was, know what they were doing. yeah he knew that they were gonna do Idiot. it that day yeah um what they believe was that when karen came to pick up her son the minute she just stepped out of the car they just shot her in the, the back of the head so I hope she just never Six even, times. I just hope yeah. she never even knew what hit her. I hope she just never understood what was going on. Um, she falls down. Like you said, they just show in the reenactment them shooting again and again mm-hmm. and again and again and again into her head. Why? And Christopher had to be around or was he at the house unwatched? I mean, who, where was Christopher? Yeah, I don't know. Oh. Unless weird grandma was staying inside with she wanted to miss that moment i think she would have wanted to see that if she didn't do it she would have in the reenactment they show that it's her actually i have a feeling it was she's yeah yeah we don't know exactly so as they're cutting her apart obviously her buttons are falling off from her clothes and her jeans and and they tried to it looked like some of them were burned like they had tried to burn in them like the, just, they found yeah. all these rivets like yeah. the metal parts of the jeans that fell you know that maybe the cloth was burned but right I, yeah those like the rivets on the pockets still were there yeah. oh and then they take the duct tape from the garage or whatever and of course dog hair is on everything and they were fucking gross Thank goodness, because that DNA matched. They dump the body after they cut it up, put it in bags in the lake, abandon the car, and then just decide that's a normal day. Mm-hmm. You know what? That's mm-hmm. a normal thing to do. Um, that's okay. We're just going to go about our life. And they're not going to... Why didn't they call and say, oh, Karen was supposed to be here and pick up Christopher. She never came. Right. I mean, that alone is like, right. weren't you concerned? Right. Uh, idiots it says it was highly circumstantial but i feel like if you're finding clothes she was wearing the day she died and it was found on her dead body yeah um in their yard and that their dog's hair was on tape that was wrapped around her dead body that might be kind of more enough yeah that might be more than circumstantial that is enough for me right and of course they're guilty they each got 60 years Thank goodness. Yep. And we end with Sheriff saying, <sighs> saying a prayer. I think the Lord had some intervention in this. Well, I mean, I wish he would have prevented it. I really do. I he, wish he maybe would have. He even says at the end, that's just my it. little evangelizing to you for what it's worth. Thank you, sir. Well, I'm glad he helped in solving it, but I wish he would have. I'm glad they found these fuckers and put them in happen. jail. Yeah, God, they they're the worst. Have another, then they cannot ruin Christopher's life, thank God. And they can't have this fucking Michael marry someone else and do this to another woman. No, like you hate the shit out of someone if you can not only shoot them, cut, but then cut them up. 
put them in garbage bags, assuming like they're garbage and throw them in a lake. And this is the mother of your cherished grandson. What's wrong with you? Well, she clearly had mental, like she she really thought she was the mom or something. I don't know. But to cut someone up that. I mean, it's the grossest thing ever. I can't even look at a bad cut in a picture. No. Where if it's like cut deep enough, you see all that gross stuff popping out. You know, what sucks is that she did pay for the divorce. Like she was trying to get fuck away from the sky. Yes. And she was trying to live her dream. Yeah. She was working hard. Yeah. She was doing, she was trying to do everything right. I know. My God, it's just disappointing. I really felt for this story. You just get fucked over. I know that chinless bitch and I hope family, she just the joyless wonder and the thin mustache. Yeah, just, nice mustache. Yeah, we would have yelled like, "Grow a mustache!" Right, and that's what you from grow? the court. From the what do you call it when you're in the court? Yeah, you're in the courtroom. I don't know the screaming at him. Yeah, that's we all we would have to say. And then we would have been forcefully removed. Yeah, and been in contempt yeah. of court and probably been in jail well, for a the few sheriff days. It would have been worth it. The sheriff would have prayed for us right. and for our yeah. hearts to be changed. We said, "Well, he does have a porn stash." Am I lying? <laughs> I'm not lying in court. <laughs> I'm telling you the truth, and we hate him. Yeah. Um. So that's our story for you. That's it. Concrete alibi. Watch it. His families. You're gonna get angry. You're gonna hate him. Yep. Um, but at least they got caught and they fucking yep. suck. Those saggy ass boobs will never go near Christopher's mouth again. I hope not. And I hope Thank Christopher is God. okay Me now, too. whatever he's doing. Me too. Oh. All right. Well, we'll see you next week. Eight and bye. Bye.